This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Leave a holding perichof tes for those of you who uh, who have... Uh... Okay, so we're going to have another two prokim on defining terms, not with not much more than that, but perichof tes etzev. So it means sadness. Shem ishtatev u'shem akeev v'achil. It's pain. It's it's fright. Be'etzet talibonim u'shem akas anger. Latzavav miyamav leich isay kinetzav al David kos bavuro v'hu'shem ameri. So it would, the first the first um, category of definitions are all a type of emotion, sadness of some sort. The second one, etzev, also means to rebel against. You know, it's atzavoy can mean cause a person pain. It also almost, uh, it's it's in thought, it's synonymous. It's vushema meri, moro ve'itzas ruachotshoi, ya'atzivuhu bi'ishimon, derech oitzev bi, kolayom dvar yatzevu. Avodazor is called atzabim. In other words, it's in a sense that which causes the other distress, that which expresses the stress of the other. So etzev in the second in the second minyan uh, um, means um, this type of thing. So he's dealing over here um, with the the um, with the concept of So in as much as etzev might mean an emotion, it obviously has no shayach to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So when it says about Kaddish Baruch Hu, atzev elibo, it's going to mean that one of the last two in Yonim. Omnam, kifi in hasheni pirusha ke aloikai koas aleihem, lereim aleihem. So kaas in the sense of as an, as an expressed emotion, that does exist by Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's not really an emotion, but it describes an interaction, um, a negative interaction. So that's when it says is kois, it means he expresses to us um, all sorts of negative interactions, expressing that we did something wrong. So why does it say alibo? In other words, he's, he, he's, he says you'll be bothered by the following. Sounds so much like an emotion. He became otzav to his heart. So, so why would that mean expressing anger towards being upset at, rather than being internally hurt or, or something? So he says, "Shman Yana, listen, v'hu ki ha'inyan ashe yomar ba'vuri ba'adam shu amar b'libo amar libo, hu ha'inyan ashe lo yegev lo mreil zulase." Whenever we say, I spoke it, I spoke in my heart, we mean as follows. Um, the, the thought was already concrete enough to be able to give it over in, in speech, but I decided not to share it with somebody. So when I said, there's some level of thinking, there's some level of thought that a person can't share it with anybody else. It's not formulated well enough. And we've spoken about this in Seychelles Uni, where it's still vague 
and I and I and I feel what I mean, but it's not yet clearly formulated. So that obviously is not is not going to be expressed to anybody. But there there could be sometimes when I have the ideas formulated as words, and I choose not to express somebody else. So when we say about a person by Yoma Alibo, it it means that I have a very clear thought, which I decided to keep discreet. So he says, um, So any type of idea that a person um, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu could have shared with a Navi, and maybe usually does share with a Navi, but has decided for whatever reason not to share it, that would be called a libo. So, so um, so this is something that fits Akadosh Baruch Hu. We're expressing something that can be, and we're using terminology that is um, human. So, when a person does keeps his cards close to his heart, we say he he, he speaks to himself. Akadosh Baruch when he chooses for whatever reason not to be Megala, we call that 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 it spoke to himself. Nigla, he says this is obvious in the Pasik. There's nothing in the Torah's description of the of the Mabel that Noah was sent in any way to a, a um to, to, to the world to tell him anything. So yes, there is this piece about Noah, as I'll tell us, building the Teva for such a long time, so people would ask questions, but there was no proclamation from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like, like by Nineveh or anything like that. <clears throat> so therefore, That's why you have the expression of Ayoma, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was libo. Um, so, so, so the second shot where it, it means an anger, um, an anger towards somebody, an expression towards somebody. So it, in that, in, we would learn it means HaKadosh Baruch Hu had decided to act against the world, had decided not to reveal to the world that he's acting against them. And that's how it's it, it's vayetzav alibo. Avil pirish vayis atzev el libo kvinashlishi. How do we understand it if it means um, rebellion, like he called Mary? Kiyeh pirushay umara ha adam ritzayna loykei boy. In other words, vayis atzev el libo means adam rebelled against. The leave, so to speak, Akashparhu, which means Akashparhu's Ratzam. So Akashparhu in this world has put down Ritsonos, how he would like people to act and so on. The person who rebels against those Ritsonos, we call that Vayatsava Liboy. Fine. Next pair, Klamit. Now he's gonna explain another one, and then he'll go back again to explaining some basics. Periklamit, Ochil. Maybe 
um, which is, so anytime it says Olo means uh, the same thing. There already is a plan that we can identify. It hasn't been shared with anybody. Um, uh, you know, so, so there's already been a, 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 a specific Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a specific Gzair um, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that hasn't been shared yet. That, that's what it means, B'Dachal. Okay, Periklami. Ochoil. Zoi Samila Chos Yishayinu B'Loshon, L'Kichas Baal Chaim HaShachem in HaMazon. Obviously, eating, we don't need to know. I mean, the, the primary meaning of eating is quite well understood. Um, so now there are two definitions that grow out of the primary act. One is, whereas eating describes um, my intake, obviously, for every, for every chicken that I'm eating, there's one chicken less in the world. So consumption in the sense of that which is consumed is something which also means this. In the in the in the um, there's another element that comes out of it is the 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 general um, we'll, we'll use a Hebrew word unique. In other words, I am growing off this. This is my achila. So it, not so much the it's not so much the food that's being eaten as much as you know I'm consuming and and developing because of that. So this this first lashon, not not the the actual meaning of achila, but the first um, derivative of achila, is used to any destruction. Um, anything which loses its identity, like um, and so on. So in all these cases, the sword is not consuming in the sense of imbibing something. It's not, it's not drawing it in, but it's, it's, it's getting rid of something. It's obliterating it. And, and so just like when you eat something, so it gets obliterated, we borrowed it for any type of destruction. And it says about what does it mean? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is a fire that eats. We certainly don't mean consumes and needs something. He he destroys all those that rise against him. The way a fire destroys anything about it. Many times the word ochla in in conjunction with Baruch Hu means um, to destroy. But the second meaning which means not the physical act of eating, but the basis for my continued existence and so on. So this has now been borrowed 
to for for chachma and wisdom and so on, meaning the person's existence is based on the wisdom and 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 that is that is consuming. So so all of these are metaphors, meaning that a person continue to consume chachma, um, which will make him flourish. So we use the word consume because just like achila is the basis for your existence, and our existence is, it depends on drawing in from the outside, so too um, chachma and so on. It says, Go eat fat meat in, in, in the base medrash. Now it's So the common denominator of the two is the reason why you have both of them is um, it's something which gives a person existence. Food is the basis of our continued existence. So on a Ruchnistic level, Chachma is that. Being that this has become so common that it's almost as if it would be the, 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 the primary designation. So the opposite, Rav, has also been assigned to the same type of the, the, the negative aspect. Like, it says, "Vishlach the Rav ba'oretz la Rav lechem tzav lamayim k'noshmad var Hashem some nafshel kim kelchai v'zeharbe." So, the 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 Tzimayin and Rav are also used in the same sense for Nyanim Ruchni Masah. V'tirgeim Yonis Menazil al Shalom. It says, "Ushaaf the Mayim b'sasim Mayne Yeshua." You're going to draw water b'sasim from the well springs of Yeshua. So he tied to the possible you're going to get from the great Sadiqim. says, take a look at how he's teaching it. It means Chachma. Ushafta Maimi says Maim is a new Taira, so so water is, is a Chachma. Maine, why is Maine? The Bechir Tzadikaya, because he's learning the answer. Bezil Maynikom me ene ha'eda, kleima ha'roshim, ve'emachachamim, ve'ama mi Bechir Tzadikaya, ki atzedek hu Yeshua mitis. So he says a very. This is a really interesting um, shot. He says mi Mayne Yeshua. So Yeshua, he's teaching me Bechir Tzadikaya. So he says, because, so the word tzaddik, where he's teaching it here, means the people who do right, uh, whatever is, 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 is emes. The real Yeshua knows, the, the, he's trying to explain how did the Targum find, it's al hadrush, but how did he find it in the Pasuk? Al-Derech hadrush means there's some finding. So, the sha'afte mayim mayim means the chachma, ma'ayne is like me'ayne, which and Yeshua he says is the is is the is the is parallel to to Tzadikai. Okay, Perik Lamed Aleph he goes back again Lamed Aleph on base to explain some basics. Um, 
meaning um, he's going to speak about people um, engaging or not engaging and trying to understand emis in areas that are difficult, which like the areas that he's going to speak about. So now he's going to he's explain what the issues are, what the problems are, and who should stay away, who shouldn't stay away. Um, a person has has abilities to be able to understand. A human being has a cognitive function and he can look around and understand things. In terms of the objects or elements in the world around, there are certain things <coughs> that are indecipherable. There are things in the world that you cannot understand. That's one category. Um, and there are things that allow themselves to be somewhat understood, but not totally. And just because I understand some elements of it, in no way is that mechayev that I understand all of it. Kimoi says, let's give a very simple analogy. Um, my senses have the ability to sense different things. I can see things, but I can't see them for a million miles. Can't even see it for a mile. I can hear things, I can smell things, but they all are limited. Um, same thing with your physical abilities. People can carry two loaves, they can't carry ten. Um, now, stop a second. <coughs> this, by the way, is the mistake where um, sort of the, the attitude of people who, who, who hide behind modern science. In other words, um, it used to be a time when people did not understand anything, didn't want to understand anything, and everything was beyond understanding. There were different gods and demons, and that's it. The, um, the science came along and began understanding a lot of things. Now, they jump to conclusion that everything is understandable. You see, so many things that we thought you couldn't understand, we worked hard enough in the lab and we cracked it and we, and we understand it. So, so from that, the conclusion was, so everything could be understood and there is nothing that can't be understood. That's a very, 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 very long leap and totally unwarranted. Um, so, you know, on the one hand, you know, when you get these, these wise comments like, yeah, what do doctors know? They don't know anything. I, I, it, you know, somehow people feel in order to be from that, that has to be part of, of, of your understanding of the world. It, it's nonsense. What do psychologists know? What do doctors know? What does this know? What do they know? I, I, you know, the answer is, Akadosh Baruch Hu arranged much of Teva so that we can know. But knowing and knowing it all are two extremely different points. And there is nothing in science, logic, 
in anything that mandates that we know it all, that we can know it all. Um, there's nothing in, in logic that says we can't, but there's certainly, and just because we're able to fathom so much, doesn't mean that there's not an area or a very large area of, the, of, of knowledge that we can't fathom. So we do have this ability above all Balchayim, but we have limits. They're just not, they're not endless. The same is true about human reason, grasp, understanding. There are different people, different abilities. He says, look at the discrepancy between people. Einstein thought of the theory of relativity himself. No one taught it to him and his own idea. And many people, after being taught, still don't understand it. And, and, and this is a person that you explain to him in every way, shape, form possible. He doesn't get it. He just doesn't have what it takes to understand it. And, the, the, and, and this person who understands more also has boundaries. So our minds have the ability to understand some things and some things not. And then he says, There are some things that people understand so well that, that they can't understand it. person doesn't even bother to, 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 to try to understand it. So because he recognizes that it's impossible for me to understand it, I don't try to to, to beat my head against something with no results. Like to measure the amount of stars there are, we, we don't have the ability to measure all the stars, so people don't even try. To know if they're odd or even number, it's an interesting point, I don't know why that was so important, but to try to know all the different forms of, of fauna and flora in the world. There are some things that a person wants very much to understand. And a, a, a working hard with the mind to try and find it, we have different groups within, you know, d- different people that, that make that effort. So the curiosity and the desire to know drives many people. So people are, are looking at things that they don't readily understand, but they have understanding. There's going to be much more locus. So people, he says, the Ram says, have an innate desire to know and to understand. And therefore people are constantly 
um, looking around. People are constantly thinking about things, and and they um, they'll argue. There are many things that we can't really bring proofs. Things that are clearly provable, like math, only a fool argues. Either, you know, Either you didn't figure it out or whatever it is, but everyone agrees that there's no room to argue it. Um, um, so he says there are certain things that the emiss that clear, everybody knows and understands it. And if somebody's missing that knowledge, you know, there's no point in arguing with him. So, so things that are provable, this is going to be a point again and again why I, I personally think it's a big mistake when you talk about proofs on, on philosophical. We talk about the proofs, um, the, a better way is arguments in favor of. Um, you know, arguments in favor of persuasive arguments. Um, proofs just does not have any shaykhs to, to this type of, of, of Indian. Okay, so he says, only a fool um, will argue about things that are easily provable. Some people say the world's not found. So um, this, you know, this is not negated to the people are willing to argue on something that can be factually proven and factually, um, you know, it's a, a factual hoax. That I, I know, you know, that's not Shaykh. He's going to continue, we'll see it next time, about um, different type of, of uh, inyanim, like the, what we would call philosophical inyanim, where people um, argue. They're not readily provable. They don't have that type of, 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 of exact proof. And over there, you're going to find um, different machlokis uh, and arguments and so on. Um, so we'll, we'll, uh, and we'll speak about the impediments, why learning philosophical truths and things that is not, you know, like if a, if a person imagined always Hashem is having a body, he's going to have a hard time backtracking. He's going to have a hard time getting off it because he's just kind of used to it. Okay, we'll hold it here. And uh, yeah, let's um, next week. We'll continue. Okay. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos, Shabbos.